Hello, dear listeners. Welcome to this podcast with Pastor Mubarakota. Mubarakota is the founder and leader of Christ Love World Outreach, a global evangelical ministry that is impacting the lives of many worldwide. Mubarak, an anointed teacher of the word, teaches the good news that has the power to heal the brokenhearted, free the captives, and change lives. Stay connected as you receive God's inspired word. Now, today's message. Take all the glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Give a clap offering to Jesus. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Are you happy to be in church? I love the song so much. Because Satan's great achievement is when you curse God and say God is not. And so all the things that Satan tries to do, he tries to get you into that place where your faith in God is no more. So Satan is not really after your money. He's not after your health. He's not after anything. Even though that's what he's after. But the real thing is he's after your faith in God. He wants you to deny God and focus on other things. You get it. But when we sing a song like this, what we mean is even though finances may not be what we would have wished, even though health may not be what we would have wished, we are working it out even though we are not where we want to be. He is still worthy. Yeah. God deserves everything. So we will not worship him because of a car or success. Or we will not worship our God because of money. Many rich people are in depression. Because you see, when you have money after that, what's next? They they don't even know what to do next. Yeah. You'll be shocked. You think you need money. But when you have everything... that money has to provide you still realize that you are not happy because the happiness does not come from having everything it comes from having god that is why we can still worship even though we may not have money in our pockets so jesus you are worthy of all our praise you are worth it and you will forever be worth it good bad not good we don't care this will be our testimony till you come. And we will be here worshiping all the days of our lives. Good or not good. Bad or not bad. We are here. And we ask that you continually pour your grace on us. So that regardless of what comes at us, our song will always be to you. Amen. Are you happy? talk of satan tonight i'm exposing to you satan's greatest deception so exposing satan's deceptions oh i thought you would clap have you noticed i like to talk about satan and try to diagnose his wickedness because satan is not a gentleman 
This afternoon, I was just sitting and I was thinking of how Satan can destroy destinies. And nobody, you see, if, if, a, if a man kills someone, you can go after him and put him in jail. But nobody can go after Satan except you and I. So we have to do what we have to do. And I know he doesn't like me. And he wants to come after me, but he cannot get me and he will never get me. Because according to John 10, put it up there. I am in the Father. And the, the Father is, Jesus says, very, no, John 10, 10. Go to John 10, 10. Quickly. The thief coming not to steal, but to kill. No, go to the place where he says, I think it should be scroll down where he says i am in the father and the father i you are in me and i'm in the father and i and the father are one yeah that's where he said it and he, that's why he can't touch us amen. amen so exposing satan's deceptions hallelujah first peter 5 8 Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil. In this scripture, the Bible warns us or teaches us very important things. Number one, he makes you understand that you have an enemy and his name is the devil. Give me Amplified. Be well balanced, temperate, sober of mind. Be vigilant and cautious at all times. For, for that enemy of yours. So, Brothers and sisters, as you sit in this church, innocent, righteous, holy, having not sinned, know that Satan is around. That's why he say be balanced. Because some people think that because you've not done anything wrong, nothing bad can come. He said, be careful. The way you think, balance your mind. And he's also trying to now show us, amen, yeah. that the person we are really fighting, you get it? He, he is not a human being. Do you get it? Have you heard that song? Today I was singing it to you. Yeah, because we are not, you see, Satan's greatest success is he makes you think that you are fighting your fellow brother. That's why we fight each other. But if you fight me, you've not fought the source. If I fight you, I've not fought the source. The only time I decide to fight you is because you have yielded yourself so much to the source that now you and the source have become one. And I'm better off without you. 
But as apart from that, there's no sense in me fighting you. Because you are not you. And he's making us aware that your fight is not with your auntie or your uncle. Amen? Amen. Your fight is not with your auntie or your uncle or anything like that. In many places in the Bible, the Bible makes us understand that, look, good, that's a scripture I was on the code. The Bible makes us understand that our fight is not with human beings. So, that's another type of deception that actually Satan is, even though I'm going to show you the serious ones. But he's trying to make you understand, go back to Ephesians 6, 12, that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, amplified. For we wrestle, for we are not wrestling with flesh and blood. So your wrestling is not with Antiyama and Ofata. Even though Ofata is a bad man, we all know that Ofata is, he kills all the people. Nobody, you know, can, is, everybody's afraid of him. Your battle is not with Ofata. For we, we are not wrestling with flesh and blood. That's contending only with physical opponents. But against despotism. Wow, wow, this is a powerful word. Can you give us a meaning? Against the powers. Against the master spirits. This is who you are fighting with. And let me tell you, whether you are a good person or a bad person, you are in this fight. There's no middle ground. Some Christians say, as for me, I don't want to, I just want to worship God. I don't want to have anything to do with Satan and all the devils. So even in church, if they are casting out a devil, they'll just say, Pastor, I beg. Don't come close to me. I don't want to have anything to do with these people falling down and screaming. I beg. Yeah, yeah, just a child, that's why. Definition of depotism, oppressive absolute. What does it mean? Power and authority exerted by God. Ruled by despot. Hey, Bishop. You will look for it later. Thank you. Because we are defining the despotism and the word itself is defining itself. So right now we ourselves, we don't know. At least like we are not fighting with the word. But against powers, powers. Huh? Master spirits. The world rulers of this present darkness. Hey! Against the spirit forces of wickedness in heavenly places. These are the people we are fighting. So when you close your eyes and say, Father, I bind devils. If God ever opened your eye and you saw the giant mammoth demon standing in front of you, some of you go and open your eyes. Because if you see, you pray again. <laughs> the day you pray, you say, God, this is it. But the truth is, Elder, these are the spirits we are fighting. That's why in if, uh, 1 Peter 5, 8, he said, 
Be well balanced. Be vigilant and cautious at all times. For the enemy. Now that's my emphasis, King James. My emphasis is if first Peter 5:10, please. That's the scripture I want. Be sober. No, King James. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary. So you are at work. There's a boss who does not like you, but that is not your adversary. There's a supervisor who is not really nice with you, but that is not your adversary. There's a lecturer who does not like you, but he's not your adversary. If you look at them, Satan has won. Your real adversary is Satan himself. Say, my real enemy is Satan himself. Say, my real enemy is Satan himself. So be careful not to forget regardless of how physical and material the battle looks never ever forget that the bible told you that your real enemy is not flesh and blood but your real enemy is satan people have left satan and killed their mothers people have left satan huh brother peter elder peter they have left Satan and killed their fathers. People have left Satan and called their mother witches. People have left Satan and disowned their children. People have called their children. One guy who came to Christ's love many years ago, you know him, he doesn't want to mention his name. He said one day they just woke up and his father said, all the children are devils. He said the mother and the children, they are all devils. They are the reason why he's not doing well in life. So he left the house. So this guy went to school without a father's help. Came to Christ and we held him. He went to university. He has finished. He even called me. He said he's going to do national service at, what do you call it? Kakum. Yeah. If not for anything, by God's grace, this church has also watched somebody from scratch to finish to finish investing yeah. when i didn't have food to eat i thought of buying someone a form and he went one day he was working on campus and his father saw him and said hey oh aha he told me i said oh be nice to him and then you are one of our best friend that's the sad part because we are not wrestling with flesh and blood. You have to look after him. So one day when he becomes rich, you see, you see the irony. It's not me that he'll come and watch you. It's his father that he'll go and watch. The one who called him a wizard. It's not the people who pay the school fees. Who. Yeah. So we are fighting Satan himself. Now, in as much as it's important to understand that Satan is the one you are fighting, it is also very important to understand the strategies that he uses to fight. Because knowing that you are fighting A is one. 
But knowing how A fights is another thing. Do you get it? Yeah. You know you are going to fight Mike Tyson. But knowing that Mike Tyson knocks out 90% of his opponent in the first three rounds is a very important and critical thing to know. Yeah. Yeah, because if you know it, then you can enjoy him. And if you can take him to seven rounds each round, you see that he loses his energy and you too can manifest. You know you are going to fight, what's his name? What's the money team guy, what's his name? Mayweather. If you know he's a defensive boxer, you'll be careful. Did I show you the video of the guy who was fighting Mayweather? Then I didn't know if he wanted to become Mayweather. Sometimes people are starstruck. So, for instance, some maybe Adriana stars, then they happen to get to play Real Madrid. And as they are playing the match, you see that one of the guys, Kweku Bintum, he will see Ronaldo. Then when he sees the ball and he sees Ronaldo, he'll be looking at Ronaldo like that. Uh, then Ronaldo will go and score the goal. Kweku Bintum. <laughs> Number seven. Kweku Bintum, the striker. So I think the guy got starstruck. When Mayweather, he hits Mayweather, Mayweather said, he was trying to go in. Can you? How do you? How are you in a battle? So then you are going to look at if your enemy said, "Why did you come to hurt him?" So now you are going to check to see if the guy is really hurt. Then he opened, then the guy landed him. Why he knocked him out? Such a foolish boxer. <laughs> but that's how most Christians are. We open our guts like that. And say, Satan, are you hurt? Satan, are you there? Yeah, because when you fornicate, you open your eyes and say, Satan, are you there? Uh, you think I'm, uh, you see? You think it's just boxing and this? As you've opened your, your mouth to say, hey, sister, you know, I love you. Know, you know, you are telling Satan you love her. Yeah, because it is through that lady that Satan will finish you. Yeah, say, Satan, I like you. Come, 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 come and hold me. Oh, Satan. God forbid. We must know the strategies. Because Satan is a master planner. If Satan wants to take you out in five years, he starts today. Some people Satan is planning to take them out two years, but he started 10 years ago. He works his way around. That's why the Bible makes us understand huh, that we should never be ignorant of Satan's what? Strategy. Second Corinthians 2.11. <clears throat> Look at it. 2.11. Lest Satan should get an advantage of us. For we are not ignorant of his devices. But this is how I want to put it. For we should not be ignorant of his devices. Brother Timothy. Because if you become ignorant of Satan's devices, you've lost. You know you are fighting Satan. But if you forget that this is the strategy state Satan uses, then when you are even fighting, you will not know. Because you see, the Bible says, even Satan himself is able to transform himself into an angel of light. So Satan, when he's coming in, you, you hardly not see him. That is his nature. He's not easily identified. And how can you fight? It's like fighting an invisible enemy. Have you a shadow boxer before? It's like, he hits you here, but you can't look at him. You can't see him. Then he hits you there. So the guy is vanishing around you and he's hitting you. 
That's the kind of enemy we are fighting. That's the kind of enemy we are fighting. Lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. Satan is a master, 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 master strategist. Master. But you and I, we are naive. And that's why we we are trying to expose. See, Satan can come, Satan can pass him. When he passes, that's when he says, ah, Senai was Satan. Yes, that's how come a pastor and his wife can fight. Then when they finish fighting, the pastor says, oh, it was the devil. Because when the fight, Satan was fighting and he was passing, he did not see Satan. One time they did a conference at KNUST. Economic something, something, something. Brother Peter, do you know what happened? When they finished every, all the things, then they checked the list of attendants. Number three, Anas Arimeya Anas signed. The guy has come and gone. Nobody saw him. The most wanted man in Ghana. <laughs> he has passed. The real thing was not him. You know, he's gone. There's a Saddam Hussein, he could highlight four, four doubles. He will, he will pass, pass, pass. You never know him. Ah, you think he's the one going? He's not. That's how Satan is. Pew. When you hear him, by the time you say, ah, Satan is here, he's gone. <laughs> so if you are not skilled, have you ever been in a class where they taught you something? X plus X. One plus one equals two. Two plus two equals four. Two X plus one Y equals what? Then they give you a, Then in the exam, they tweak the thing a little. Then you say, ah, I didn't have a minute. You see? Why? Because the way they presented the exam one is different from the way they presented the class one. That's how Satan is. When we read of Satan and when we hear of him, we, we, we have an expectation. But when he's coming... He does not come like the way you expect. Prophet Kakrabidin said one day he was praying. Jesus had appeared to him a couple of times. <laughs> this story is so funny. So as he was praying, then, no, he said when normally Jesus came, a bright light to appear. Then Jesus walked to the light. So he said one time he was praying that a light and the throne and the stairs, everything see, he couldn't even do anything. Then he saw Jesus coming down in bright light. Oh. Hmm. Then he saw himself kneeling down. So when he saw Jesus, he just sort of knelt down like that. Then Jesus lifted his hands. <laughs> Powerful vision oh. and was going to come. So Jesus lifted his hand, kneel down. Jesus lifted his hand. He was going to put it. So as he was come to put it, then he saw the leg. He said, ah, Jesus' leg is bright. But this one is like, the thing is like aluminum. Like it's not bright. And he said, Jesus has holes in his legs. So when he saw it, he said, Jesus. And the, Jesus exploded. <laughs> I hope I got the story right. It's been a while since I heard it, but... I'm trying to, but that basically that's what he said. Jesus, then he came out and he said, ah, like Satan was coming to anoint him. Stand up. <laughs>
Don't be ignorant of Satan's devices. Say amen. amen. So, tonight I just want to expose to you a major approach Satan uses. You see, Satan has one main way, but a couple of ways actually. <clears throat> okay, let me see if I can just do three, if the time permits me. Number one is what? Satan uses a lot of lies. Anytime you see a lie, no Satan is around. When you see a liar, huh? Lie is the what? Now. Or what? How do you call it? Liar is the owner of the lie. <laughs> And the lie itself said, Oh, try and try verb nana. Mom, we English, you know. The Bible calls him the what? The father of lies. Amen. Bible calls Satan what? The father of lies. Go to John 8 44. You are of you are of your father, the devil, and the last of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. This is who Satan is. Hallelujah. Satan uses lies. He uses deception. If Satan was going to attack you, he will first what? Deceive you. If Satan was going to come at you, he would, say, he would deceive you. So, anytime you sense a lie, no Satan is around. Sometimes, okay, when we say it's going to rain, what do we see? Dark clouds wind so when we see the wind when we see the dark clouds we know what rain is coming bible says that uh the pride follows distraction so when you see pride then you see distraction is coming so you see if, if you see a proud person know that very soon he'll be destroyed you get it i remember one time amaudi was driving around circle then her back window was rolled down then the people said, Madam, who, where you shall, where, uh, is there something has happened at your, something like that. So when she turned at the back, her purse was on the front seat. Then they took her purse, all her national IDs and her money. They took it. How did they do it? They, they distracted her first, deceived her. Look at the back. Just when she looked, no, within a twinkle of an eye. So, when you see a lie, know Satan. Know you are dealing with Satan. Anything that makes the Bible not true to you, anything that, when we speak the word of God, makes it look nonsense, it's, it's trying to lie to you, okay? Anything that is trying to lie to you against the will of God, anything that in church opposes the truth of the word of God, it means Satan is the one you are dealing with. So when me and you were talking, 
and I'm trying to explain something to you and suddenly it's like you don't believe what I'm telling. It means a lie is working on your eye. As I'm preaching the word of God, it's just like, ah, what he's saying could be true or not be true. Satan has lied. For instance, I tell you that, maybe you are saying that I tell you that pride follows destruction. That's what the word of God says. Then you say it is not true in all cases. As your pastor is telling you, you are saying it is not true in all cases. Uh, you you see you saw the message I Bishop Benpe's message I preached to you. No, sorry, I played for you on Sunday leaders meeting. Monday I was on the internet. I saw someone um, a, a blogger had put Ghana web also. They had quoted. They said, uh, "What?" Actually, he, they were commending the message. So they wrote an article. God is the ultimate source of success. And I thought that was a classic piece. So they wrote a whole thing and they were highlighting on the message that the man of God said this, said this, said this. Then when I looked through the comment section, I saw somebody making a statement. And I thought, why would you want to turn around what we are saying? The person said, uh, what about all the rich Mark Zuckerberg and could they don't know God so why are they rich that is a very foolish that is Satan like Satan there right there because he's he, he when you speak the truth he sort of counters with something that looks like truth because it's true is it not true Mark Zuckerberg they don't know God, but they're not successful so he's trying to oppose the knowledge of God but you see it is evil yeah so as you are in church, pastor can come and say, and say, it's not true in all cases. It's not true in all cases. Really? You see that Satan is working with you. Eve was talking to Satan. She did not even know. Satan, Satan, you see, he became a serpent, a beast. So he asked her, he said, well, I'm just talking to a normal beast. But the spirit behind it was Satan. So as we are trying to tell you, oh, let's work together for God. He is saying, it's not every case. What about people who have made it? You see, there's a lie. Second Corinthians 4, 4. Blind, Satan, he blinds you. Then he lies to you. In whom the God of this world had blinded their minds. Had blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glory. So the glory, the gospel has light, but to for Satan to make you not see that he puts a lie on your eye, so that you can't see the truth in what you are saying. As the man of God is saying, God is the ultimate source of success. That Mark Zuckerberg does not believe in God does not mean that it's not God who gave him his success. That Bill Gates does not be read through your Bible. God chose a man. Who was not who was not a believer an unbeliever and held his hand he said i will hold your hand that's uh, darius and use him to build the book when he offended god didn't god teach him a lesson was he a, Christ, a, a, a jew many people in the bible who did not know god didn't i show you the king of what's his name the other king uh kimosh as what was his name Neko, Neko, did he know God? See how he boasted about it. He said, your God has sent me on an assignment. 
If God does not permit these people, do you think they will be rich? If the truth is, the, most of God gave them their money because God knows they, they will be, Mark Zuckerberg will give more of his money to malaria. But if he gives it to Kwekwata, he won't do it. That's the wickedness of Kwekwata and his generation. That's why God won't even bother to give him. But that God, and you don't even know Mark Zuckerberg. So what makes you think he does not know God? Then you come and sit on the internet. Sometimes you see a man of God will be preaching like this. Then someone, a, a son of Belial will come and don't mind him. He's deceiving you in the comment session. He said, you people are fools following this man of God. Lies. Lies. And I'm telling you, listen, when you are dealing with a lie, you are dealing with Satan. So what is lying to you? <clears throat> Genesis 3, 1 and 6. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which was the Lord God had made. And he said unto the man, Yea, had God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. Two. The woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. Three. Look at it. But of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. Four. And the serpent said unto him, Ye shall not surely die. Lying. Ye shall not. Meanwhile, God said you will die. We are saying that, listen, let's work for God. Pastor said, there's no meaningful life out of God. Then someone will come, what do you mean? What does a pastor know? It's lying. People speak, people, people, you see, let me tell you this thing. Satan, he has borrowed people's mouths. Some people, when they speak, you can sense Satan in it. Yes. The same way that some people can speak and you sense God in their mouth. That's the same way some people, when they speak, Satan is right there inside their mouth talking to you. And you must be careful. 2 Corinthians eleven fourteen. Hallelujah. So if Satan comes in an angel form, know that Satan too can be changed. Malabra Igabayo Number two. Satan speaks or Number two, deception that Satan uses are what we call satanic projections. Say with me, satanic projections. Now, he does this by what we call divination, by the spirit of divination. I want to teach this a little. Amen. Can I? Okay. Now, the spirit of divination is uh so this is how it goes like the realm of the spirit is a realm or is a place okay that many people have access to good or bad okay it's a realm other than the realm of the natural and in that realm there are so many things is the realm of eternity okay so give me this bowl go to isaiah 8 19. 
Malozi Kibaha. <coughs> I don't know if I should use this. But you see, this basket, come, please. Let's see, this is the realm of the spirit. I'm a pastor. Come. You are a spiritual person, but you are not a pastor. A spiritual person who is someone who has a gift to see into the spirit. Sometimes they are good people. Sometimes they are not good people. The wise men who saw the star were not Christians. They were not Jews. They were men of the East who were just heading their flock. Then what? Then by their gifts and natural, by their spiritism, like the, the fact that they were spiritual people who could read the stars and could tell by the movement of the stars, they had insight. Okay, so you are a spiritual person. You to come. You to come. We are doing a coursework. You two will be one. This is just an example. Okay. You, you are a spiritual person. But your own, you use it for come in, distraction. It's not, that's not who you are. But <laughs> come, you two come. You, you're a prophet. So it's time here. You two come. You, you two, you are a Muslim. You are not a Christian, but you are a Muslim who is very spiritual. Now, what gives us access to the realm of the spirit? Certain activities like fasting, meditation, seclusion from sin, purity, sanctification, not getting yourself mixed up with things that corrupt, naturally consecration. That's why the monks and those people Naturally, it propels you to a higher level of life, a higher realm in life. And that's a realm of the spirit where you gain insight. So look at it. When they shall say unto you, seek unto them that have familiar spirits. So this man is a neutral person. He's not a Christian. Abimelech was not Jew, but he slept. He had a dream. God spoke to him in a dream and said, give this man's wife to him. So let's say you are like a type of Abimelech. You too, you are a prophet. So you, dear God, give you the gift. Shaka bala bala bayaba. You too, come. You are Muslim. Ajia. You too, you have a gift. This is the realm of the spirit. So let's all peep. Let's all peep. So I am seeing. You are seeing. You, you are neutral. So this is, this is like the type of old man who just dreams and sees things. He doesn't even read his Bible. This one too is like, this one is the one that is, I'll give you something. Uh -huh. This one is, is, I'll prophesy to you. This one is Ajiyashit, which is Malam tax kind of thing. Uh -huh. People who gain insight into these things, they wrote books. People who had access, they said, say this word, one, two, three, you get access into that. Uh -huh. So all these things, so let's say this guy, he read those books. And he's gained access into the spirit of the realm of the spirit. They say this one too, she her mother taught her. <laughs> so let's all peep. When they say, seek unto them that have familiar spirit, unto wizards that peep. And matter 
Uh, so then when they see, they speak. Should not the people seek unto their God? So this is it. People see into the realm of the spirit. Not just Christians. So you can go to a fetish priest. And the fetish, before you sit down, the fetish priest by a familiar spirit. Because whatever is wrong with you is a spiritual thing. So if it's a sickness, it's in the realm of this. So by a familiar spirit, they will peep and say, ah, there's a lady coming. She has, she cannot give birth. So like, for instance, the familiar spirit could be dwarfs. They will run and go and tell, they will peep around and they come and tell the, the fetish priest. So when you come, you will pour the courage and say, ah, you have come because you want kids. You say, whoo. He peeped. A prophet to his ear. Didn't God tell uh, Samuel, tomorrow around this time, a young man will come when he comes. Didn't Jesus tell them, you have four husbands and even the one that you have. So that I can see in the realm of the spirit does not mean I'm a Christian. And that I see in the realm of the spirit does not mean I know God. Are you getting it? I'm working something here. Amplified. So, a familiar spirit, when the people, instead of putting their trust in God, shall say unto consult for direction, mediums and wizards who chirp and matter, matter should not a people seek their God. So, good. So, right now, what he's going to do is, Satan can use, so, please sit down. We are dealing. Satan can use either of these three people. To confuse you and it's one of the highest deceptions let's look at the first order satan can use this man peep so maybe you see something maybe it's not even true but that i know that you can see he uses your mouth okay so Satan makes you peep. He said, ah, you have a red car. I see your red car having an accident. Is it true? No. That's what I've taught you. When someone calls you and says, I saw you dead, tell them it's not you. So Satan says, ah, tell him he got an accident. You see, even though it's not true, okay, I can easily kick this one out because he's a spiritualist. I'm a Christian. So I can easily say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I cancel this. Go to 1 Samuel. Let me show you this. 1 Samuel 28, 7. Then Saul said to his servant, find me a woman who is a medium between the living and the dead that I may go and inquire of her. So, someone is going, but he knows he's going to a, a liar. Because she's a witch. King James. This witch was the witch of Endor. So, by the time you get there, the guy is, the woman is in fetish, whatever, apparel, all her skin, everything. is, And you know this is a liar. So, she goes, she says, I see Samuel the prophet coming up. It's not true. But that, because he has the gift, she's seen it. 
Sometimes Satan can use people like this. God forbid, not you. Satan can use people like that to speak to you. But that one is easy. When you're a strong Christian, say, it's not me. Then this is the neutral guy. No, you neutral guy, come and hold this basket. Come this way. This neutral guy, we don't know whether he's good or bad. So sometimes an old uncle who's not a Christian, who's not this, can just call you and tell you, I saw you in a dream, you had an accident. And you begin to say, hey, this man, what can't be be a big moon? What can't be be a big moon? No. It's a device of Satan. Acts, go to the book of Acts. Lebo Bosiaka. Acts 16, 16. Quickly, we are behind time. And it came to pass as we went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with a spirit of divination met us. She was not dressed anyhow. One time I was going to take money from the bank. I think it was Pastor Sean and I or someone like that. Then this woman wearing some white, white dress with some church envelope. And she came to me and said, give money to the church. God will bless you. Where I said, you are resisting God. You are resisting. I said, what is your problem? I won't give you. All this, she's kind of familiar spirit. It's a familiar spirit. When you see it, it's like you can't see it. Well, you see it. Well, this church is it the church of God? It's not a, just the away. And once you, something kicks you, you say, hmm, leave it. And it came to pass as we went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with a spirit of divination met us, which brought her masters such gain by soothing. I have a friend, he, he suffered a loss sometime. Then um, uh, a, a sister of hers, him, went to the... He, so this, my friend, was going to get married again because his wife, the, the lady he married earlier, had died. Then a sister went to the a, a church, a, some, a, I don't know where it's a church or something, but the, the man of God said, I've seen your brother. He's going to marry and it's like uh, the lady, some, some spirits, the thing wants to come back. He's like, tell your brother to call me or else he will die, something like that. And my friend who is very spiritual, I said, tell your pastor I won't call him. That is it. What do you mean? Why should I call him? Tell your pastor I won't call him. God is with me. I had my God. I spoke to my God this morning. He has not told me I'll be dying. Because if you give in, you give in to fear. And what they've said will happen. There are a number of people who try to tell me things. Now, if you live your life by, I've heard this, I've heard this, you, know, you will not be alive. Oh. People see. Do you know the number of people I've seen dead that I never called to tell them? The number of people I've seen dead like this one is dead. I didn't even bother because Satan is projecting. He's project, he's shooting it. He wants you to pick it up. So, like as a pastor, I sit down and I keep I pick a phone. Hey, I was sleep, I was dreaming and I saw you were dead. Once the person hears it, Satan has achieved his purpose. So he projects like that. He throws the thing in the sky. Then you say it. But it's not supposed to be said. And if someone makes a mistake of saying it to you, make sure you don't hear it. Make sure you don't listen. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. If it comes, if the prophecy comes to your ear and it's not nice, it's not good. I'm your pastor, I'm telling you. If it comes to your ear and it's not nice, it's not encouraging, it's not exhorting, but they put fear into you, it's not from God. 
Yeah, that's what the scripture says. The word of prophecy, it comes to exhort, to comfort, to encourage. Me, I can see this. I don't even have to tell you. I, I, I pray for you because I saw it to pray for you. One time I was, sometimes I'll be, I'll be preaching, then I'll just walk to you. Yeah, I don't even have to call you after church and pray for you and, and call you and change. It's not necessary. The most important thing is that God showed it to me. God wants me to pray for you. I've prayed for you. That's it. The spirit of divination. Now I'm teaching you this because as you are serving God, sooner or later, people will start calling you. This is what I saw. Don't give ear to it. If you live, Bible says, in the multitude of dreams, there's vanity. If you live your life following dreams and visions, and I dreamt and I dreamt, it's too, it's nonsense. Too many dreams is not God. And everything in your dream, everything, your spirituality has been reduced to a vision. Sometimes people can tell me a play to you. I just realized it's nothing. You just ate and your mind was just overworking. It's nonsense. I said it. Lest Satan takes an advantage of us. For we are not ignorant. These are high-powered Satanic manipulations. Yeah. Because Satan tried to pull one on me recently. And I didn't give him. God said, you've done well. You, you, are, you are growing. That's what God told me. He said, you are growing very well. Yeah. Someone called me and gave me a prophecy. I said, this is not me. He said, call this person. I said, I don't call him. I spoke to my God this morning. He didn't mention anything like this. I don't dispute what you saw. As you saw it, if you think you saw it, pray for me. But me, I have nothing to do with it. Because when a person says it, it means suddenly the symptoms also start coming up. Then you begin to panic. I refuse to give in to this fear. I refuse it. Oh, no, 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 no. Because Satan knows strategic points. Just when a big miracle is coming your way, he projects it. Foolish whatever, then people who think are spiritual but don't understand how to handle spiritual things, pick it up. Now, for someone like this, it's not so easy to tell, but you can still tell. Now, I want to show you the one that is very difficult to tell when it comes from the mouth of a man of God. So give the basket to him. So now, this one, come. Stand in the middle. No, come and stand here. So now this guy, he's a man of God, prophet. Huh? But now Satan is going to use him as a spiritualist. Are you ready? I said we are exposing Satan's what? Deceptions. Matthew 6.23. Go to 21. Matthew 6.21. Shalabaya. 22. 23. 16, 21, sorry. Matthew 16. From that time, go to 19, where he said, Thou art Peter upon this rock. Good. 17. One day Jesus was with men of God. Apostles. Go to 16. No, you go to like 14. I want you to take the whole thing. So Jesus was asking them, who do you say I am? Some say, thou art 
John, the Baptist, some say Elias, some say Jeremiah, the prophet, 15. He said unto them, but whom say ye that I am? 16. Simon Peter answered and said, thou art Christ. So you came to the man of God. He opened his mouth. He gave you correct prophecy. Thou art Christ, the son of the living God. Sure banker. Now look at what Jesus says. Jesus says, this is fantastic. Correct prophecy. Blessed art thou, Simon Bajona, for flesh and blood had not revealed it, but my father in heaven. So my father has given you access to peep. 18. And I say unto thee, thou art Peter, and upon this rock. So everybody now knew Peter was a big man. Upon this one, I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. 19. And I'll give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. 19. 20. And charged, and charged he his disciples that he should not tell no man. He was Jesus Christ. 21. From that time forth, Jesus began to show. So just after that, Jesus now begins to. So everybody now knows that Peter is an accredited man of God. His word is as sure as what? Ahitophel. <laughs> How that he must go on to Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and the chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised again the third day. 22. Then Peter took him and began. So now the prophet, now he've, they've given him his credentials. So now he comes. When Jesus has spoken, he comes and holds Jesus like this. I told you, your enemy is not Peter. That's where we make a mistake. So he took Peter. Huh? Peter came and took Jesus and began to rebuke Jesus. What to give Peter the audacity to rebuke Jesus? He took Jesus and began to rebuke him saying, be it far from thee. This shall not be unto thee. Now, this one is the most difficult to tell of Satan's deceptions. When your pastor tells you you are going to die, tell him, Pastor, I'm not dying now. You see, that's why you must build capacity. Yeah. I know here, one time we we're doing something, said, it's Alfred, laptop. He said, God forbid. I don't care whether it's my pastor or it's not. God forbid. Because what you allow, that's what will happen. You've not done anything wrong. You've not broken the hedge. Why should you die? Then Peter took him and began to rebuke him, saying, Be it far from me, Lord, this shall not be unto thee. Look at 23. But he turned and said unto Peter, said unto who peter but he was not talking to peter we know he was not because when he said unto peter what the bible says he said in peter's direction get thee behind me satan get thee behind me what because it was satan who was talking not peter this is what he should have told the serpent that's what jesus told satan this is it man shall not live by bread alone so, you see, Satan projected a false word 
But this time he did not use a, a dunsini. He did not use an old white gray-headed man. This time he used a man of God. But man of God, do you know when Satan is talking to you? That's the challenge of us. Can I tell when Satan is the one talking? Do you know when Satan is using you? Will you know? Sometimes we act in a way we say, hey, Satan has just passed. But may God forbid it. Amen. He said, get thee behind me, Satan. Get thee. Get thee behind me. What would have happened was, do you know what Satan wanted through this divination and projection? What Satan wanted was when Jesus was rebuked. Jesus, you see, Satan umbuadio. Yeah. Because what Satan wanted was that Jesus would turn and say, Oh, really? Why are you saying I shouldn't go? Is there another revelation you got from my father? Satan was trying to downplay the fact that Jesus also had access to the Father. But Jesus did not hear him. Because if you have access to the Father, and I have access to the Father, and you have access to the Father, why then should the Father use me to scare you when you have not done anything? If the Father really wants to deliver you from death, does it mean he has to scare you to deliver you? And that's another device of Satan, fear, which I may not be able to talk about today. Why would Satan come at you? Or sorry, why would God come at you and make you afraid? What does he get? If a man afraid cannot even come up. So that I saw some, then that's my policy. That I saw someone dead in a dream does not mean God saying they are going to die. No. If God really wants to tell someone's about to die, he knows how to get to it. So that you dreamt once and saw someone dead. Recently, someone called me and said, my little brother is messing up. I said, what's the problem? He said, my little brother, when he wakes up, he begins to tell people things and it happens. One day I was... In the house, my little brother called me and said, don't go out today. If you go out, you get an accident. Hey. So he didn't go out. Then he went to his home and realized that there was a boy that the little brother told, 16-year-old, that if he sits on a motor today, he will get an accident. The guy ignored, went sat on the motor and all his legs got broken. So he called me as the pastor was asking me, is it, this one, is it from God or is it not from God? Tell him, I don't know. Now I asked him, does your little brother go to church? He said he doesn't go to church. He said uh, an old man appeared to him and began to talk to him. So I told him, you know what? I don't know, honestly. Let's sleep over it. When I slept, you know the dream I had? I dreamed that me and the guy, we had entered his little brother's house and I was casting the devil out of him. Guess what? The next day or so, he called me and said, I found talisman as a... It's not of God. A padlock that has been locked with key with some things tied on it. The dream, that was what God was showing me the dream. It's not it. 
Satan's device is to make you. Is it true? Is it not true? Is this God? It could be God. Jesus, as you are ignoring, this is the guy that prophesied. Oh, this is the guy. So Jesus is now struggling. Am I hearing well from my father? Oh, I'm not hearing well. God does not speak to me alone. Maybe God is speaking to this guy. Let me hear. And this is how many people have destroyed their lives. This is how many people have been dominated with fear. This is how many Christians have been in church and have been destroyed. Because they doubted what they had from God. They doubted what they have been hearing from God. I spoke to my God this morning. Do you think he's weak? Is he damp enough or am I damp? Like, what, what if this is, if, if it's true that this is bad, this thing is going to happen to me. I mean, why won't he reveal it to me? And if he's going to reveal it to me, should he reveal it to me to make me scared? What does he get when I'm scared? So Jesus has to now insist. Jesus has to overlook that concept of, hey, you, a man of God, is advising you don't want to take. Jesus now has to downplay that he's a prophet. He's the one that heard from God the other day. Jesus has to now kick off that whole thing and insist that indeed this is Satan. Now you must be able to look at Satan one of these and say, Satan, I know this is you. Yes. You must be able, because we are not wrestling with flesh and blood. You must be able to look at Satan, Satan, Satan. I know you've been acting on, but I know this one, it is you. First Peter 5, 8. Shamalabai. Be sober, be vigilant, because you have adversary with the devil. As a wrong line, walk it about seeking whom he may devour. Nine. Whom resist ye steadfast, is a resisted fast in the faith. What it means is he will come, go, come again in a different direction, go, come again. Today he's coming with projection, tomorrow he's coming with lie, tomorrow he's coming with fear. But in all ways, be steadfast. Be steadfast means be, be watching. Whichever direction he comes, pull. Whichever direction he comes, pull. It's like motor combat. Whether the guy fly, pull. Whether he comes middle, pull. You must be very careful. Some of us, we are here. Today, Satan deceives us with a boy. Tomorrow, he deceives us with a job. You, you don't see anything. As you are there, anything there comes. Hallelujah. Three years, a backfire. How much is a man's life? How many years does a man have in his life that you, the Satan, will keep deceiving you? Uh, that once you be chasing for ten years, is not there. When would you come to say that, Charlie? I can't name but Chaskele. See, Satan will not deceive me again. <clears throat> we must learn to resist the devil. I cancel this example. I neutralize it. I cancel it. I cancel it in Jesus' name. Sit down. Hallelujah. See, my weapon of warfare is not carnal. It's not physical. 
So how do we overcome Satan? Shalemo Sukema. How do we overcome Satan? James 4, 7. Go to 6 first. 7. Therefore, submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Do you know why sometimes people are afraid to kick prophecies away? To kick words of knowledge away? Because their life is not in submission. And that is a thing. You see, if you kick prophecy away, because in the Bible, people receive prophecies. Put your house in order, you'll be dying. Do this, you will so that we are saying this does not mean we are despising prophetic word. So that someone called you and told you that oh, this will happen does not mean that it's not true. If you joke, it can happen. But what makes us know that it cannot happen is when we are submitted to God. So, for instance, someone is fornicating, they call you and say, Hey, be careful. You can get HIV. I saw this and this. You don't say, oh, no. You can say it, but be sensible enough to submit to God. You can say it, but quickly. Submit to God. So, number one, we must submit to God. So, as you are in church, your life must be in total submission. You don't have a dual life. You don't live a double life. Because Satan is hitting you he knows there's, a, there's an opening. He's projected. He's coming. But my defense is that my head is complete. If my head is not complete, I'm in trouble. So in every aspect of my life, my responsibility is to make sure I put it under God. That is when the projection will not affect me. If Jesus had, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. If Paul, let me not use Jesus for this example. When the lady said, this is the son of God. These are the men of God. Uh, they are the true servants of God. If Paul had a sin in his life, or if he had a hedge broken, um, he probably would not be able to have been dealt with the lady. Please, you get it. Saul died because he himself, his head was not covered. Saul was not submitted to God. That's why whatever the rich said affected him. But it could not affect Jesus. It could not affect Paul because they were in total submission. So number one, to overcome Satan's deception, to overcome the lie. When you are in submission to God, he gives you truth. You will never believe a lie. Number two, resist the devil. So, we resist the devil. People say resist the devil. But hey, you have no business resisting the devil if you're not submitted to God. It's two parts. We only say resist the devil, but we forget to say submit yourself to God. First, submit yourself to God. Second, resist the devil. You can't resist the devil if you are not submitted to God. So, all of us, we say, Father, I submit my life to you. In word and in deed. Not just say with your mouth, but in meaning. 
Because if, if, you, if my life is submitted when I'm praying in the room, how can I be worshiping in the morning after I've woken up? Lord, I worship you. God is telling me, oh, maybe do this thing, do this thing. I'm giving me all this. Then you call me and tell me, oh, this is what I see about you. Where is it coming from? I don't think that came from my God. Oh, it couldn't. Why don't I know my God? Ah, you live in the same house with me. You, we, woke, we woke up. You saw me going to the washroom, coming to the kitchen to eat. I'm in the hall eating right now. Then someone calls you and says, ah, I've seen Papa at East Legon. You should, you should, yourself, you should doubt yourself to believe it. Unless you, you don't believe you're a lady. If you believe, that means you, you yourself, you don't believe that Rasta is on your hair. Yes. I said, why are you confused? Anna, yes. Ah, nice. you've come to church. Christ love is in where? Ashoma. Uh, what's the name? Boshe. Mangolin. Then someone comes and say, Christ love has moved to East Ligon. Ah, and your Sunday we are in church. Papa is my pastor. He didn't mention, all he said was, we'll have two services. He didn't mention anything about East Legon. Then he said, oh, Sunday, and you may call East Legon. Who told you this Legon? So there are some things when we submit to, we know. We know. We know. We believe. And when it, say, all that Satan is trying to do just makes you not believe. This Satan can make you take your bag and go to East Legon. He has defeated you. So resist the devil. Resist the knowledge. Sometimes resisting the devil means resist the word. I this I resist this. Resisting the word means resisting the devil means resisting the the rebuke from Peter. Resist it. And number two, when you do this to automatically, the Bible says he will flee from you. If you resist him one, he doesn't go resist him again. Resist him till he goes. Jesus didn't, didn't just do it in one. He resisted, resisted, resisted. Then the Bible says he left him for an opportune time. This is warfare. Hallelujah. Yeah. Are you learning something? Yes, sir. Are you sure? Yes, sir. So we are resisting the devil on every side. Say amen. And we are moving from glory to glory. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, this evening we're just trying to look at some of these things. I hope you've learned a lot. Put your hand on your chest. And say, Father, I receive truth into my heart my master and my God, I ask that always I will be under your umbrella. That Satan will never have an advantage over me in the name of Jesus. <clears throat> Lift your voice and just pray for light. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Visit www.christaboundinglove.com 
and our social media handles at the Christ Abounding Love Church for more audio messages and details on all upcoming conferences. God bless you.